You are listening to the Sam Radio Football Show podcast. Another recent episode of the Sam Radio Football Show here on Anchor, as usual, and also other platforms. Uh, we'll be talking about the FA Cup final where Arsenal beat Chelsea again in, three, in the last three years in the Cup, in the FA Cup final. We'll talk about FBFL Premiership, especially with the controversial sending off at Aberdeen, Aberdeen Rangers. Should have been either one sending off or two sending offs. One of them was sent off, but there should be another red card. We'll discuss that as well. So it's got a good hip start for hips as well, with uh, Edward scoring a hat trick this weekend as well. And we also will talk about the future of Bournemouth with the latest manager latest since Eddie Howe resigned from the job. Uh, joining us as usual is Douglas. Douglas good to see you, Carl. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. Even though I've got the, the next two night shifts to do for tonight and Tuesday night. So, Oof, yeah. Goodness me. Busy, busy boy. I'm always busy, you know me. <laughs> I joined us with usual Andrew Rose. Andrew, good to hear from you. All right, man. Douglas. Good to see you, Andrew. Good. Good, good. Uh, let's now kick off with the F Cup final. And same result from three years ago. Arsenal beat Chelsea 2 1. You know, Christian Pusher scored a very good solo goal. And then, all this, and then he got off injured. Abamia scored a penalty. And then, what a goal from the second goal. But and another red card, Douglas. Where to start with? Arsenal winning their fourteenth FA Cup, which is a huge record now that no one will ever bypass for a while. Yeah, uh, I mean, full, full credit to Arsenal. Um, I know that. I know that. Obviously, you know Chelsea started really well with the, obviously the early goal from uh, you know Pulisic, and then obviously Arsenal sort of you know kicked into gear. Um, I think Aspilicueta is very lucky. He was only shown a yellow card. And not a red card because he is denying a goal scoring opportunity. Um, yeah. So I think I think with that, he, he was very lucky to stay on the pitch. But Abamyang does what Abamyang does, and that is score goals. And you know you can't take anything away from him. And you know that's that's two big performances that he has done now in the FA Cup against Manchester City. He was absolutely outstanding, and then against Chelsea, he was just anything but better. Um, and the second goal was absolutely magnificent as well. Um, yeah, I, I suppose you could say I think Kovacic was very unlucky not to uh, unlucky to be sent off. Um, I don't think. But I don't. I th- carry on. I don't know. I, I never what I never got to see Benciada or deep around Oban on Saturday. But I've seen some of the highlights. I just... Referee had a mayor. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was actually taking the second cup final because usually they don't choose 
a referee to, to host more than one FA Cup final, but he was given a special seven. And he actually refereed the same game three years ago. And it's baffling that he's same scoreline, one player sent off. It's baffling. He just had another poor performance. Mm. Yeah, um, obviously, like the Mar- the Martinez handball, I mean, it is clear as day, a handball. Yeah. It's clear as day. Um, I know that Martinez has been absolutely fantastic for Arsenal recently. Um, but obviously, barring the goal aside, I don't think he had anything to do uh, the whole game. Um, you know, I, I think I think Arsenal really did very well defensively against Chelsea. Obviously, because of the, the you know the Pulisic goal, they they had to come out and obviously defend. But I tell you something, um, Frank Lampard. That's now three finals he has lost uh, in a row: the um, Championship playoff final, the European Super yeah. Cup final, and now the um, now the FA Cup final. So. He's going down a similar pattern that Jurgen Klopp did. Um, he lost his first three finals as Liverpool manager, and then went on to win the fourth. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut you down right now. Jurgen Klopp, right? I'd won nearly everything in Germany before he started at Liverpool. Man, come on, don't go comparing one part to Klopp. Klopp also an absolute mess at Liverpool. I, I I can I can honestly I can honestly say this, but stop crying, Frank, Frank Lampard. Um, but uh, let me say let me say this as a least fan. He's been crying since last since last season when we spied on him, and he still can't even let it go. All the sort of you know, do you know? What? I was saying this to my dad last night actually when I messaged you uh, when I talked to him, and we both said, you know, Frank Lampard. They just still cry their eyes out because it's, you know the fight get and then lose player final. And then we made a joke with that with the, with the, with the binoculars recently, uh, before we had a game against them. But they just need to stop crying. But even that, even Lampard needs to stop crying and let it go. So I, I mean, honestly, like Anthony Taylor did have a mare, um, but I thought Arsenal deserved to win the final. Um, they were the better team. Um, I think obviously that was Pedro's last game. He's obviously looks like he's dislocated his shoulder, so. What a way for him to go out and um, it was such looked really bad as well. I was poor, yeah. no, it was sad to see, yeah. I know mm. that's critical for them because it's a, they got a huge game against Bayern Munich in the second leg, and the key players are not going to be playing. So, oh, so if they, they need a miracle, man, absolute miracle. Was it three nil down, three nil down, yeah. three away goals? They, they need four, not happening. They needed a miracle before the players were out. This is like, you know, the Roberto Di Matteo Barcelona job. Yeah. You know I mean? Yes. Um, I mean, they're out, out of this as Liverpool were out of the Barcelona game two years ago. Yeah. You know, in the first leg. But, you know. It's a huge tap. It's a massive use that, but yeah, you know, what? I wouldn't even be surprised if um Chelsea done it because the Germans have been on holiday for a couple of weeks, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna be feeling a lot more refreshed and ready, you know. So, yeah, is Lampard gonna go through those? I mean, boy, I think what he needs to do is just absolutely go through them and be like, we've got all this way. You have lost, you know, lost the final. I'm a running yeah. meme on social media. I mean, he is. He's got to be now. A running meme on social media. They 
I think they've got the players have got something to give back to them now. They do, they do. I, I will come into Chelsea. Do you think you worry about their defense because you know they played in the three four three, but they, uh, usually that's where better formation. But when they're playing in the four, it doesn't work. You know, no sort of um, sort of remind me what I know it's different, but what Neil Lennon done up here when uh, Celtic he was playing three five two in the league. And then in Europe, he was going 4-2-3-1. And it just didn't work. When they got beat off Copenhagen. Yeah. Mm. I, know it's, I know it's a totally different cup competition that, but it was just, you know, the stability wasn't there as it wasn't there in the four as it is in the three and with the wing-backs. Yeah. Um, obviously, Mark Bosnich came out on Sky Sports News and uh, he was talking about Kepa. And he says, I think the amicable thing for both sides would be to make sure Kepa gets sold. So, but like you said last week, Andrew, who's going to take who's going to take him and who's going to get you know get his wages? I think he might have to go out and loan somewhere. Yeah, but who? That's the thing. Chelsea will know about seventy-five players every season anyway, so I shouldn't be too much a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of those, exactly. One of those feeder clubs will take him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're, we're... out for uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, 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 um, obviously, we are on the the obviously we are on the um topic of obviously like FA Cup final. Can we just say a massive congratulations to Harrogate Town, who beat Notts County three one in the National League playoff final and they've made the Football League for the first time in their history. I think that's absolutely magnificent. It's, it's magnificent. It's really been good. Uh, do you know what? Some of us Leeds fans will support Harrogate Town because Leeds is not far from Harrogate. It's quite a good 15-minute drive. Uh, do you know what? A lot, of, a lot of the Leeds fans will support Harrogate to get through, to get to, to you know, because, like I said, what they, what job they've done, you know, because they were way down in the low levels for no years, but they've got to the national to the national league, and I give them credit because they've just kept up to you know to build a club. You know, it's a space, it's a very small club as well, so it'll be good to see them now in the football league, and hopefully they can hopefully it can raise the profile of the town and the football club to ground this year. So yeah, it's, it's it's just a wonderful story. It really, really is. I, I was I was really really happy to hear that they, that they got through. Um, disappointing on Notts County though. Obviously, the, the oldest um, team in English football, uh, but they'll 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 be back. They were back, and you know, and I felt sorry for Notts because they really really were trying to get back in the, within the first year, you know, and that was huge for them, and it was huge support for them. And but I think they'll kick on Notts County. I think that will be the motivation to get them promoted next season because. You know, they were fantastic. Well, I watched one or two games this season. You know, they could have done what they could have blown it away, could have blown it all the way in the, in the national group because Barrow played well. It was hard for Notts County, but they really was trying to get back up this season. And I felt sorry for them. So, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Uh, compared, we'll go now and move from the, from the FA Cup final. And let's talk about the FB, 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 the Pre- Scottish Premiership, all like it. And <laughs> talk about the game. I know, you know what? I don't want to say it because we're not there no more, so, but I have to say it. But yes, so talk about Aberdeen Rangers. Rangers winning 2 0, but there was a lot of controversy in that game. One, what? sorry, thank you. What game were you 1 0. <laughs> I don't know. That I didn't see on sports scene last night. <laughs> I know. 
Listen, oh, I have about a busy Cole, you're... I've had a busy weekend, right? So <laughs> Douglas, you take the reins from this one if you want. <laughs> yeah, um uh, yeah, Rangers beat Aberdeen by a goal to nil. Um obviously Ryan Kent got the uh, got the only goal of the game. Obviously the big talking point of that game was we'll definitely the red oh, card. No no, hold on. We'll get sending off, right? Did you just watch the play for that opening goal? That was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, actually. The way Morelos moved McKenna in, leaves Ash Taylor, the right-back's not even realised what's going on. Yeah. What's the right-back doing? Yeah, I know. Why is he not... Right. Schoolboy error. No, nowhere, nowhere to be seen. But um, I was very impressed with. I was actually very impressed with Morelos's uh, link-up play. I thought he was very, very good. I know he, I know he had, I know he snapped, snatched a few shots. But um, I thought his link-up play on uh, on Saturday was very, very good. And uh, you know, I, I think we've obviously Defoe out. You know, he's he's their main striker now. So I would expect probably Rangers to make probably a signing. Or two, like in the probably the striking role, especially if if, if Morelos, as we probably expect, probably does go. But uh, but no, I thought he was very very good um, link up play. But obviously, we've all got onto the red card. Um, yeah, Carl, what did you make of the the Considine red card? Well, do you know what? It, it was probably right. So the way he went went in there. It was disgusting. I, when I saw the freeze frame, when I when you saw the picture, the freeze I thought, yeah, it was, it was not, it was stupidity. It really was. I I th- I think as soon as you show your studs, you're in Dane, you're in big big trouble. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely true. Mm. Andrew, what do you think about the the red card? Um, I think Garfield's a lucky boy. He's not just damaged him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did get. I got your point in the chat about you know Arfield's a bit of a lucky boy, but at the same time, he doesn't make contact, right? And it's. I mean, when you see his face and you see, they slowed it down on sports scene uh, last night, and um, you sort of seen Arfield's face when he's seen Considine's studs up. It looks like he's, you know, yeah, got a bit of a scare there and sort of jumped over him and. Probably a lucky boy that you know, if he hits Arfield's shins, I mean, he's gonna break his leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, most of the most of the the, the pre match um, talk, obviously on on Sky Sports News, was obviously about the um, the Aberdeen strikers. Um, how did you think Bruce Anderson did at the weekend, Andrew? Um, do you want to know something? I thought Aberdeen. I thought Aberdeen didn't give him enough support. Um. They were rushing everything going forward. Um, the wingers and midfield weren't close enough to him. Um, I thought he'd done an all right job for what's, you know, an unthanking task against Goldstone and Balogun. I thought Balogun played really well for being his debut. Yeah. Um, the young lad, he's 21. He's playing against two massive defenders. Look at the size of them compared to. Bruce Anderson, I mean, both. <laughs> yeah. they're going to be 15, you know, 14, 15 stone. Solid yeah. defence. Also got Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara. Um, 
you know, in between there. He didn't. I saw. I felt sorry for him. There wasn't much support for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, two years ago he scored the equaliser for Aberdeen against them. Yeah. Um, I just I don't think Aberdeen played that well. No, but I can tell you one of the positives I thought from that game for for Aberdeen's sake was the performance of Ash Taylor. Um, now He's... obviously there was one there was one chance where I think Mirelsh was about to have a shot and it was going in the back of the net and Ash Taylor just comes out from nowhere and basically clears it with a brilliant block. I, th- I thought he had a very good performance, barring obviously that you know the the, the goal. I thought I thought he was very very good. That was. Well, he was. I thought he was doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's cut off the, you know, that way because he uh, has been dragged in by Morelos. But you know, if that's Shea Logan at right back, I don't think that happens. No. Why is the right back so far up when um, the right back's got the ball though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Agree with that one. Yeah. I don't think he's played much first team football though that Hernandez. So I, I don't know if I don't know if Shea Logan is like coming back from like an injury or something, but I I think I think I think we might see Shea Logan uh next week. Uh moving moving swiftly on. Uh, obviously Dundee United um returned to the premiership with a one one draw against uh Ten Manson Johnston. Um yeah, Andrew, wasn't the best of afternoons for Michael O'Halloran, was it? Oh my god, what an idiot. What? How is he still on the pitch after his first challenge? Yeah, he could have gone for that. He could have what? gone for that. I mean, what's he had before the game? There's not even any fans there to wind him up. No. Um, he just he was on. To be fair, to be fair, there was a few meaty tackles in that game. He said Derby man. You know, constant yeah. right, you know, they've got bragging rights up there. Um, yeah. There's a lot of there is a lot of St. Johnston lads at Johnston. Liam Craig, Murray Hudson's there, the back three, um, Stevie May, you know, Cal, you know, the proper St. Johnston lads. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. I was just, I'm, I think I think Dundee United will hold down. I'm, I'm going to stand by that. Um, I don't think they look that good. I mean, that mistake from was it Connolly for the goal? Connolly, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> but see if that like or assisting Craig, Liam Craig. That's a great assist, by the way. It's a hell of an assist. <laughs> no, that's a brilliant. It's a brilliant. It's a brilliant finish. Um, I was surprised to learn that was Nicky Clark's first goal in the top flight. He's not playing the top flight, is he? No, he has that to crowds here. I don't think I don't think he has. So, but um, Rangers but no. Rangers got promoted. Was he there? I know he played in the Scotland final, but was he released after that? I think he was released. Yeah. Yeah, he was released. So yeah, he was released when they got promoted back. As I remember, he was one of the three players that got released. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, look looking at that game. I mean, like Dungeon United obviously took the lead, but. I mean, Shanklin's not going to get a better chance than he did. Um, you know, you would expect him to score when he got that chance. When he when he when he got the ball, 
you know, all he has to do is basically, you know, side foot and he blazes it over and you're just thinking, you know, that was the chance at 1-0. You know, that would have been the chance to take taking it 2-0. But do you know what? I think I think if our, I think that's probably two points dropped for Dundee United because of obviously, you know, St. Johnson go down to ten men and, you know, Michael O'Halloran having a bit of a a mad one, you could say. Uh, but um, obviously, moving swiftly on, obviously, Hibernian's return to the um, to return to action was a 2-1 win over Kilmarnock. Uh, Martin Boyle again. I mean, Martin Boyle, Andrew, you you must you must be very very impressed with how much of a player he is now, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not surprised at it. Um, his improvement's been brilliant since we brought him in. Initially on loan from Dundee, um, he's just developed so well. Uh, yeah. You know, didn't get played too much um, under under Stubbs because we always played a diamond. But when by was a great win back, and then Neil Lennon, he's just become one of the main men, and he's a fan's favourite. Um, I mean, he's only got a year left on his deal, but I think. I think every Hibs fan tweeted Leanne Dempster get that contract done now um, because I don't think we can afford to lose him. Um, I know that's his first goal since um, the derby at Christmas, but it's just a different team without him. His pace is frightening. He's added a final ball. Um, yeah. If he can clear the injuries, I mean, he's just got a knack of getting a knee injury. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it has to be said though. He was helped by the fact that um, Eastwood comes flying out of his goal and gives him a chance to score. Though, what did you? He didn't even need to do that. He didn't even need to do that. He could have stuck by it and not fired out. He didn't need to do that. Do I know something? No. It's still a good goal. There's a there's a defender on the post and bottom his legs. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a brilliant finish. It was a brilliant finish. Even better, gets. I mean, you show Martin left foot. He's just Scott Allen. His right foot. He takes a shot and Megs Cal Motors and scores. Yeah. Um. But you know, day two goals were good, and then you get Chris Burke's absolute rocket. Oh. How? I mean, I'm not going to complain about the keeper because. I don't think you're. I think you have two Marshallos in goal, and you're still not saving that. No, no. It was just. It was just well. It was well struck, and uh, yeah, obviously, um, obviously, sports scene returned. You know, Saturday, uh, Saturday night, and uh, he was one of the only few players that actually played at the weekend that's probably still playing in two thousand and two. So, you can uh-huh. actually see. Can actually tell who's like who um how old um Chris Burke is. I'm trying to think of any other player that playing. None that I've... well. Celtic have got one of the youngest teams in the league, so no. Not Rangers. Stevie Davis would have been at Aston Villa or Fulham. Quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. And obviously we had another game on uh, Saturday where St Mirren won by a goal to nil against Livingston. Uh, Richard Tate with the only goal. Um, he doesn't get many, 
it has to be said. But when he does, they're usually um, usually headers. Uh, this one was a bit of a diving header. You you don't see many diving headers in football anymore, do you, Andrew? No, we don't see it a lot. No, I agree with that one. I think Andrew no, what, says, what, what a ball from uh, Joe McGrath. What yeah. Back out. So, Marin look they're going to be good this year, though. I mean, I think, I, think I, I think I've done them a disservice now. I think I have as well. Um, I mean, I, I predicted them to be 10th, um, but looking at them at the weekend, they've got a good goalkeeper. They've got a good back four. You know, this, they've got goals in their team as well. Um, you know, Dermoth. They're in, they're yeah. in uh, um, bio on one from Celtic as well. Yeah, they look really decent. They look really decent. I have to give them that. The way they this just this thing they were finishing. They finished tenth last season, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. So they look quite decent for them to have a good start as well. Actually, I really was surprised how they started this weekend. So yeah, yeah. Um... Good by the way. I don't think you looked cohesive or anything. I think, I think St. Mirren did very well to stop. Stop the uh, link up play from you know Dykes. Um, I thought Alan Forrest had a good game. Um, thought he thought he played very well. He looks like he could be Mish. one to watch. So a three four Forrest and Pitts off. I thought he looked better yeah. when you went. To, um, he looked better when you went to four four two. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Sibbled Sibbled hit the hit the post uh, as well, but um, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't wouldn't have wouldn't have mattered anyway. Samaran uh, deserved deserved to win, and then yesterday, um, Celtic's return to top flight action was a five one win against Hamilton. I mean, I I said five now in the predictions, so I'm I you know at least got the five right for Celtic, but um, yeah, w- what a performance and odds on Edward again, Andrew. How big, how big a mess could he be for Celtic if he if they were to let him go? Ten in a row, big. Yeah. They, he's not. Do you know something, right? He tweeted yesterday. Edward doesn't interest in with three gold budgies. Yeah. He's not going. He's not going anywhere. He's not. No, I, I, I don't. I, I, obviously, I'll bring Carl into this because there has been rumours that Leeds were going to go in for him. Um, Carl, Odson Edward, uh, do you see Leeds making a move for him? It's an interesting one. I, I think it's 50 50 with this one because he will be a big upgrade than we have with Patrick Bradford. Bradford's not going to be our top. He's not going to be the player. Yes, he's going to hold the ball, but you need goals. And we have been looking with Jonathan David from game. The thing is, it's hard to choose whatever one of those two because it is interesting, but Ezra would be a huge massive improvement because he'll link up the play up front with uh, Alioski, Harrison, and even Stuart Dallas as well. But it's a question if it, if it, if it could happen. And... You're gonna have I think, to Leeds, I think Leeds, yeah, I think Leeds would be yeah, good, but I, yeah. I can see him at a bigger club. That's why I can see him, but bigger club than us. So I would wait and see with that one, but it will be a huge miss, Andrew. You're right, it'll be a huge miss if Celtic don't win 10 in a row. That and that is a good point. So uh, Celtic will need to think about this one carefully if they can afford to go find a place, but I can't see the find a place. I like, I like to like play like he is. So, mm. I thought I thought Celtic were were very good yesterday. Right, 
Celtic are a bigger club than Leeds. I'm not. I, hey, I'm not. I, I, as I said this with my dad last night, I I agree. We're not a big club, so we can't have a say. You're right. Yeah, right. we're a big club in history, but not big club altogether like Celtic has with the with their big history. Why I get you, that? So. If you think, why would you leave Celtic? You're going to be playing in Europe this year. You're going to chance to become, you know. Anybody in that squad that does anything to go for 10 in a row, right, they're going to be immortalised. And you, yeah. can tell you can tell he loves it there. Um, well, the thing, well, the thing is, Andrew, I, I agree with that. But I also, you might think, oh, my, can he even get into the French squad? Maybe not in the slight level, but on the, bet, on the substitute in the squad for any qualifications or whatever. And I don't know if he could get in while he's at Celtic. I don't know if you could say maybe at least, but you don't know. So... Why yeah, would you go? I think he's Sealand's higher though. I think hmm. he's I think he's better than Dembele. Yeah, uh, I think I he's think better he, than Dembele. Yeah. Um. You know, PSG were pretty reluctant to let him go a couple of years ago. PSG were pretty, yeah. but the deal was in place. Um, he should be looking at. This is going to sound biased, but I think he's looking at the top Premier League. I think he's that good. I don't think he should be looking at coming up for the championship. As much as, you know, playing at Ellen Road would be unbelievable. You hear everyone say, you know, outside the Premiership, Leeds are the best, you know, best team to go and play. Oh, yeah, Ellen Road, no, no, no hands down about that. It's, 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 it's a true thing. It's interesting to see why, why people said that, though. It's going to be interesting when we get back and how the fans do get back in. The atmosphere is going to be raw again, you know. But yeah, I probably hear what you're saying that he'll probably be more of a top half Premier League club, Premier League team than a team that's come for the championship and needs to establish themselves. So yeah, I mean, see if you manage to do it. I mean, yeah, definitely. It. Some cup. <laughs> yeah, but what 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 a way to start the um what a way to start the that season was... for Celtic five one win over. Uh... I thought Hamilton played pretty well. They're not scared to go at Celtic at all. No. Didn't sit back, but I suppose that's what Brian Wright, Brian Rice and the the way he plays football, it's not going to be sit back. He's got a lot of young, I mean, the average age of that team's 22. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've got one game uh, left in the in this match week, and it is Ross County against uh, against Mullerwell. Obviously, Stuart Kettlewell starts um, uh, is in the dugout uh, permanently now. But obviously, we had uh, two of them last season. We had obviously Stuart Kettlewell and Stephen Ferguson, uh, both uh, joint managers. Which uh, I think I can only remember Roy Evans and Gerard Hooley uh, being uh, sort of joint managers. Um, so obviously, we've got um, Stuart Kettlewell. Charge of Ross County, uh, who looks more like David De Gea every single day. You see yeah, him. we've seen it. We've seen the picture. I know. And uh, and obviously, um, Mullerwell, who are obviously still managed by Stephen Robinson. Congratulations to Declan Gallagher and Nicky Gallagher, who are expecting another baby uh, on Valentine's Day 2021. Obviously, that news is just broken uh, just recently as well. And I think Declan just tweeted it as well. So, congratulations to them. But obviously, Declan Gallagher will obviously be wanting Mullerwell to. Uh, to win tonight, um, Carl, how do you expect Mullerwell to look? Uh, how do you expect Mullerwell to go into this game tonight? 
they need to start. They need the first ten minutes is going to be vital. First ten fifteen minutes is going to be vital. How they start, it's very vital for them. And uh, like I said, Motherwell did finish well last season. You know, give them credit. But they need to start well and try to kick on. You know, if they want to get hired, stay in, get in the top six again. So, you know, it frankly, it, it's the, the, like I said, it's a make or break for the first game. Even though it's the first game of the season, but they need to win this game. It's huge for them to start the season well. Yeah, Andrew, what about you? Um, I think Motherwell roll over. To be honest, um, I don't think Ross County looked that. Um, no, I agree with that one. They not look good. The squad to to try to stay up. So yeah, Motherwell's Motherwell be should be heading top six, but it's going to be one of those. It's going to be a weird one tonight with them. Um, where they go. Yeah. That's a that's a horrible bus journey. Going up to Dingwall. Oh, yeah, it's horrible. Are they going to fancy it? Mm. They're going to fancy it up there. Um, you know, Ross County are going to be dogged. Um Funny little thing about them. Do you know all their goalkeepers are called Ross? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ross, two, Ross Laidlaw and is it Ross Munro? Yeah. Yeah. It's the weird thing I've seen in the paper. Yeah, today. The, the two Rosses. That's mad, that. That is absolutely mad. Um, Ross Duan from Celtic on loan um, after they played them in the at pre-season. Yeah. Oh. King- yeah, uh, some breaking news. Um, Barnsley have come back in with a, a, an improved 1.8 million bid for Livingston striker Lyndon Dykes. Wow. What do you do in that situation, Douglas? Because that is interesting now. Uh, it's. I think. The ceiling's high. Barnsley, man. I think I think if we, I, I mean, I, I, re- I reckon we're we're holding out for two million, but that's very close to two million. So I reckon probably they'll probably let Dykes go down to Barnsley and probably speak. But but would you would you actually hold out to what's going on with the EFL at the moment? Would you actually hold out with the situation if Barnsley is still going to be safe or going down? Because now Chatter's yeah, yeah, double now. or triple his money regardless. So. Yes. He yeah. Will. He will do. Um, but if Dice goes, he's been a very good servant to Livingston Football Club. Um, but he will be a, he, will be a, he will be a big mess. How many did he get last year? Was it eleven? Aye, it was. It was. Um, it was nine goals and eight assists. <sighs> you struggle. Uh, you know, replace that, especially at a club like Livingston. Um, how do you replace not just that his his impact on the way you play yeah um, I mean he's like give Christ, Christian Julian nightmares last season he did yeah um, I think he can do better than Barnsley I just I think I think he can do better well, hold out was... for, hold well... out I'd reject reject the bid He's, 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 still got yeah, two years. he's still got another two years on his deal. 
It oh, really it... does matter what he wants to do, though. Well, apparently, from what I've been hearing, apparently there was representatives from uh, Middlesbrough and Cardiff that were actually watching him um, by the end of last season. So maybe one of those two. Maybe, you could see, very... see him at Cardiff, couldn't you? You could see him at Cardiff. Yeah, I could as well. Actually. Um, how, how yeah, how Neil House plays is quite fantastic because they, you know, they, even though when we first, they first came back to Leeds, we struggled against them. Even though we had most possession, they were struggling. And they could tackle that. Yeah. You know, I'd probably go for more Cardiff than Middlesbrough or even Barnsley, you know? so Stoke City was another one, but I mean, we'll we'll wait we'll wait and see we'll wait and see. But um, yeah, it is. Looking... I think he's got higher ceiling personally. I think he's, yeah. I think he's better than. I just think he's better than playing for Barnsley. It's not worth for many players going down to Barnsley for Scotland, has it? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. For what I've read, it's been a disaster. For what I've been, it's just not been good enough. You know, you know why go to a team that's barely fighting for relegation where you could play for another team that's probably, let's say, fighting for a playoff or in the top half. And so. don't like keeping managers around very long. Exactly. No, they don't. That's very true. That is very, very true. But um, obviously that is... Oh, actually, no, one thing I forgot to mention. Um, there is a new face in the Rangers TV commentary team. It is none other than Clive Tildesley. Yeah, he's not. He's not short at home, does he? What does he know about Scottish football? What does he know about Rangers apart from Gaza or Gerard? Really, I would. I would imagine he's probably done Scottish games. I've never heard of a Scottish. I've no, never I heard of a Scottish. League, I would say Scottish Premiership game, but I know he's done one or two Champions League on Celtic when Man United came up. Yeah, that was for ITV though. It's working for ITV. Done. I don't know. You know what? At least he's still, you know, kicking around. Well, do you know what, Andrew? The way he got treated by ITV by dropping him down and and, and replacing him for Sam Mattis was just awful. It was horrible. And it it just shows that. The video was kind of embarrassing, though. I thought that his video was quite embarrassing on him as well. Like, yeah. Why well, just leave your lawyers to deal with that? You know, just leave your well, lawyers like, to deal with Well, like I said, but what he said, I know the video was passing, but what he said that he wasn't notified. So if the ITV didn't notify him and totally told him just after, the, let's say, the, the, the statement came out, how can you justify that? And that is the one question I get. Yeah, he could have left his voice. I agree with that. But what, what do you do in that situation? I suppose they are trying to, you know, out ITV on social media, which it's never a bad thing outing people on social media like that. No, no, it's not. Because look what happened with BBC when they outed John, outed John Motson, but he's not on TalkSport, you know. I don't think he wants mm. to retire. Yeah, but he's on, to- you know. he's on TalkSport, come on. I know, that's the last place. <laughs> yeah. TalkSport hmm. where, um, you know, Folk like Jim White go on. I mean, the only good actual show is where um, Alan Brazil, Laura Woods, and Ali McCoy. That's the only show that's ever worth listening to on there. 
Yeah. yeah. Is, is, it, is it a nice note to have Ali McCoyst on the commentary side of Scottish football now? Um, no, because all he does is big up Rangers. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but you know what? I thought I thought Darren Fletcher, I thought Darren Fletcher made um, McCoy and who else is on them? That Ailey Bar, is it Ailey Barber? Ailey Barber, Ailey Barber. Made them look. Yeah. Like, I thought Fletcher made them look like amateurs, and Fletcher never played Scottish football. I know, I know. I was, I was like, you guys have no Scottish football. He, but he, he's out to you lot. That, yeah, it did surprise me how that how that happened this past weekend because. That's a huge coup for Dan Fletcher to be part of that coverage, you know. And I think it's good for him that he knows the game, the Scottish game, probably more than anyone else, even if they wanted to play for it, but he knows it more. So And what about her um this new um who's this new Celtic player? Um uh how does she say it was it? Um Edson Odwa. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. There's been a reason why Sky have, you know, been awful with Scottish football and she's just highlighted it in the first, you know, one of the first games to do it. I mean, yeah, the right, I yeah. mean, you could listen to Martin O'Neill talk about football all day. Most oh, people could. You, could. you could sit and listen to him talk about football all day. I thought John Hartson um, tried to sort of Copy what um, Martin O'Neill looked like with the you know same sort of glasses, same sort of suit. Don't know if anyone noticed that, but I just thought mm, he's going to the same shops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but no, it's good. It's back, and you know it can only get better. But from them, oh yeah, we're living hope. Yeah, we're living hope. Right. Now we're going to go to the top, other topic point is the future of Bournemouth manager latest. We know Eddie Howe has left his role. Uh, Douglas, was this the, was this a later that he should have left Bournemouth? Um, well, can I just say what a job Eddie Howe has done at Bournemouth. He he took he would took charge of them when they were twenty third. I'm going out of business. two. And minutes from going out of business, minutes from going out of business, they stayed up that season, and then you, you saw you saw them climbing the league. So you know they got promotion now the next again year, and then they got promotion from League One into the Championship, and then the fairy tale story was that they got that gone to the Premier League, which is absolutely magnificent achievement. Um, and then obviously you know first first couple of seasons, you know they they did very very well. One season they finished ninth, I think, and. In the in the league as in the Premier League as well, which is absolutely fantastic. So, but no, Eddie Howe's done a very good job. The only thing that you can probably say is that Bournemouth conceded way too many goals, and that's why that's why they've they've obviously gone down. But um, it's sad that he's obviously gone. But you, you you just look at some of the tributes from obviously clubs club staff, and obviously you know that you know the the statement that, that's been put out, and it kind of brings a tear to your eye because. That is a fairy tale story that, that Eddie Howe has done, um, and obviously he's got now going to take a very well deserved break from football, and uh, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up uh, after 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 his wee 
wee mini sabbatical. But uh, no, Eddie Howe's done a fantastic job at, as as Bournemouth manager, and uh, he's been there for twenty five years. That is absolutely amazing as well. Andrew, um, coming to you about this, you know when he left the club the first time to 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 manage Burnley, and then his mother died. That made him make a, set, a return back to Bournemouth. Do you think you know after all this last like two years ago when, or maybe a few years ago when some of the media hyped him up to be I one of the next future England managers? Do you think that stock was a bit too high for him in that regards what he did at Bournemouth? Typical media though, isn't it? Typical, yeah, media. You know he was doing it on a it's a shoestring budget compared to a lot of teams in the league. Um, he's done an amazing job. I mean, I watched the thing on, I can't remember what it was, I don't know if it's Sky or BT, about the whole story of him being there. Um, you know, they've got the training facility. I don't think they should change their stadium. I just think that makes them as a club. Mm-hmm. Um, if they can build on it, you know, try and make it a bit bigger, but stay in the same place. Well, the thing is, they're trying to move. Yeah, the thing is, they're trying to think what they're trying to do in the new stadium. It's only going to be like just behind the stadium, so it's only like a couple of meters from the stadium. Like, yeah, like the Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. Exactly. I just think nine, eight or nine years he's been, you know, manager and been at yeah. Club. Yeah. Um, obviously didn't work out for him at Burnley, but you know, Burnley were a mess when he went in there. Um. He was, a, he was the same age as a lot of the players. Um, tried to change the club and just didn't work out. But scary, it's going to be scary to see where Bournemouth go from here because, you know, that stability, we've seen it at a lot of clubs, United, Arsenal, you know, stability is a huge thing in football. And I think maybe he just stayed a year too long. Yeah. But who's going to... Ref- Who's going to refuse him? He had the right to take them down and bring them back up the way he's um, managed the club. And the, he's the only other manager, apart from Harry Redknapp, that's looked on as sort of sort of god figure at the club. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And the brand of football the is brilliant. Is brilliant. The brand of football yeah, is brilliant at times. Mm-hmm. The worry about the future of Carol Wilson, um, David Brooks, we know Dave Aki is in it, well, trying to sort of the personal terms and stuff with you know to join Man City for about one million pounds. With the club now in the, the manager, the rumor that talks about that he's assistant manager Jason Tindall could be his successor, but we are hearing managers like Chris Hewton, he's been linked with the job as well. What does Bob do in the situation, Douglas? Which manager to take? Well, someone made a very good point actually earlier. It was a, it's a friend of mine who obviously lives in Salisbury, and he was saying, um, he thinks. Harry Redknapp would be the sort of guy to go for the job because he lives apparently he only lives about twenty minutes away from uh, uh, from Bournemouth. Um, apparently Stephen Jarsman mentioned uh, as well. I don't think I don't think he'll want to leave Rangers um, just now. Um, Chris Hewton would be a very good appointment. I think obviously Chris Hewton deserves a, another chance of uh, of football. And, you know, I think he's got a decision now whether you want to go to Bristol City or whether you want to go to Bournemouth. I think you probably, I think in this instance, probably Bournemouth. But you know, it'll be it'll be very interesting. Um, I've heard, I've heard, like I've heard, wee murmurs that um, that 
but like Sam Allardyce has been mentioned for like both Watford and Bournemouth, but I really hope not because no. Bournemouth play a very good style of football, as we have said. Um, so I, I think I think it's going to be a very interesting, uh, interesting next couple of uh, couple of days, couple of weeks, um, because they'll obviously need to inter- interview candidates. Um, so it's going to be very interesting, I think, to see who gets the um uh, gets the Bournemouth job. But uh, I can definitely say that I don't think Gerald will get. It. I don't think I don't think Harry Redknapp uh, wants to be away from his you know punditry role. Um, so I think probably Chris Hutton would probably be the the number one to take I over. I think it'd be I think it'd be between Chris Hutton and Jason Taylor. They're the two team. I think Jason Taylor is more successful to how of trying to keep the the philosophy going, whereas Chris Hutton can you know build you know start building properly the club and get the foundations back together and get the teams up you know within the first first well what's the first of asking but within the two first two or three years so. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, now that um, now that I was obviously saying about Bristol City, apparently Paul Cook is now the favourite to take over at Bristol City. So that kind of leaves leaves the door open for Chris Hutton. It does. I don't think they should. Um, I don't think they should do this successor thing. But Jason Tindall taking over, it never works out well. It's never yeah. worked out well at clubs. Um, I go as far back as. Um, Wolf McGuinness taking over for Matt Busby. It was a disaster. I know it worked, it worked at uh, Liverpool, didn't it? The Shank, the yeah. Paisley, you know, yeah. Dalgleish. It worked really well there, but I think, Douglas, I think you could have walked into Liverpool and made things work with that Liverpool team. They yeah. were that good, you know, they just, I don't think, you know, that those Liverpool teams didn't need a sort of manager; they managed themselves. Yeah. But I just think the whole succession thing—I think it's a bit—it never bodes out well. No, you know, no. Um, I'd like to see Chris Chris Hutton get another chance at a club. Um, I really like him. He, you know, he's done well at all the clubs he's been at: Newcastle, um, Norwich, Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, was he at Birmingham City for a bit or a match? Yes, he was. He was, yeah, wasn't he? he was. You know, he's done yeah. well everywhere he's went. Um, just have to see what the you know the fans might might go against the Chris Hutton thing because of the you know Brighton, yeah, a seaside derby. So, well, this is. This is this is what Sky Bet are, are are saying of the of the odds. So Jason Jason Tindall's the favourite at four to seven, and then it's Lee Lee Johnson, ex Bristol oh. City six to one. Then Chris Hutton nine to one, and then then you've got John Terry at ten to one. I don't think that will happen. I think he'll stay. No. Yeah. Danny Cow Danny Cowley next at twelve to one. Then Paul Cook at twelve to one. Stephen Purchas, who's fourteen to one. Never heard of him. Alex Neal sixteen to one, Gareth Ainsworth sixteen to one, <laughs> and bad boy of football Joey Barton at sixteen to one. He's not leaving Fleetwood, man. He's best yeah. mates for the chairman. Ains- Ainsworth ain't leaving Wickham either. No, no not nah. after getting them up, man. Alex Neal won't leave Preston either. Nah, he's he's got a good day as well. And... Yeah, he's got a good decent job there. He's done quite well there. Yeah, so I think he's happy there. Yeah. Anyone you're going Danny Chris Hutton, yeah. You know, 
I'd like to see them go sort of left field with it. You know, give it to Danny Cowley or something, you know. Mm. Let's see what one of, you know, I know Danny Cowley was the one at Stoke, wasn't he? At Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Um, you know, wrongfully sacked there at another big club, you know, Huddersfield. Do you know what? But he, this, he's the thing. I, had, I, I got more of this story the other day, as you. This sack, the sacking at Huddersfield he got, it was planned for quite a while. It was planned. Oh, for goodness sake. It was planned. Oh, so God. Partner, the sacking, what I, what I heard, the sacking was planned for the last few weeks of the season. Even after, probably after February, March, the sacking was in place. And they didn't want to do nothing about that until the, till the league, till everything was done and dusted with. So that's what I heard. And it was very controversial. It really was. No, I like nah, you know. Good brand of football. Good suit Bournemouth. Go, go left field like that. I'd like to see... Stop, you know... Chris Hewton, you know, he, you just hope he doesn't become one of those managers, you know, the Pardews, the Allardyces, the... You know, them, the Pardews, the Pulises. They're just going the manager merry-go-round. They always no. get a job. Don't mm. give it to a young manager like Danny Cowley. I just, yeah. you know, just something different. Yeah. You just thought Bournemouth can sort of, you know, if they do lose Callum Wilson, that money gets reinvested. But Solanke seemed to be coming on to a game at the end of the season, so might have a ready-made yeah. replacement now. Yeah, I, I could see a lot of players, but even I think one of them might be key one is probably Lewis Cook in that midfield as well, along with the other four, depending on where he goes. And is he know, I don't think. Do you know what? That's the question I, I asked myself the other day. Would we get him back? He. Do you know what? We had to let him go because I'm, I'm just thinking that is he was at Leeds and you had to let yeah. him go for money reasons. Yeah, I know. I, it's something that realistic, you know, because we got Calvin Phillips who plays that defence midfielder. And if also he's going to be playing for longer, you know, he's getting into his 30s. So I think Lewis Cook would be good if he, if he could return back to Ellen Road. But it depends what his career is because he was once touted in one of the future in the England, in the England squad. But I don't, that's kind of gone off stale a bit anyway after a life year. So, you know. Probably, probably it needs to be back where he belongs, be back at home where he knows the club inside out. So Yeah. Because that move's sort of not worked for him, has it? No, yeah, it hasn't. It's not worked for him. I think he struggled a bit. And I, I had and I moved, I felt sorry for him because, you know, he deserved a chance to be in the Premier League. He deserves it, you know, you know, but we couldn't keep him for long. He deserves to be involved, but he just struggled a bit because I think he had one or two injuries during his time at the Vitality Stadium as well. So, um, Just some news on, uh, obviously, um, Chelsea. Um, it's been reported by the Mail Online that apparently Chelsea put four defenders up for sale. They include um, Christensen, Marcus Alonso, Kurt Zuma uh, and Antonio Rudiger. Um, and apparently um, N'Golo Kante is also available to help fund moves for a goalkeeper, centre-back and left-back. And apparently Willian has rejected a two-year contract offer that Chelsea have offered. So looks like he could be leaving as well. Let me just say, Rudiger doesn't need to leave. He's a key player. Why would you sell Antonio Rudiger? 
for that matter. And even Kante as well. He's he's on two years. Yeah, but quite... hold on. Hold on. Right. Can't he start to go into that later age of his years? Maybe Lampard's seen something on the training ground. Fair. You know, Rudiger. I don't think he's that outstanding. Okay, he's not outstanding as that yet, but he's decent to be in this in that team, that squad. Who'd you go for as a, a centre back though? Who's going to be available? He's not getting like. Upa McCann just signed a new deal at Leipzig, so you know who are you going for? A centre back, mm. really? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I know one that has been linked with Chelsea. Go on, Joe Matter. John Stones. Yes, John I, Stones. I heard that as well. Yeah, it, seriously, Jesus. Yeah, do you know who said that? <sighs> Paul Mercer said it, and now do you know what? It's it's bizarre. It kind of somehow makes sense. He do, he, he's not going to play inside City because City, where he play, he's not good enough. City. He's been unlucky, man. He's. I think he's been destroyed at City, to be honest. Yeah, I do too, and I agree. I think he's been destroyed because I think that's why City. I try to offload him when Aki comes there because you know you play with two left feet, left foot defenders in the middle. That's the yeah, you know. Hmm. It's 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 going to be an interesting transfer window. Let's let's just let's push it that way. But I'm um, just quickly going back onto the obviously the Bournemouth thing. Obviously before we finish, um, Jamie O'Hara's had to say he oh, says God. that um, leaving Bournemouth, uh, leaving Rangers to join Bournemouth would uh, would be a bigger job for Steven Gerrard than than uh, than the Rangers job. What? Whoa, 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 whoa! Is that right? Just I'm just I'm just gonna. Um... You know that meme of the guy opening the window and jumping out? Yeah. That's the yeah. exact meme for that comment. The only thing, that guy couldn't even win Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, true. The only thing mm. he won was get was um, going out with Bianca Gascoigne. <laughs> yeah, so, so that, this is what he said. Rangers are a huge club, but to be Bournemouth manager is a bigger job. There's two clubs in Scotland. Bournemouth has the potential to get them back into the Premier League. So he says that Bournemouth would be a bigger job for Jared than Rangers. Might be a good thing Ali McCoyce wasn't in talk sport that day. Yeah. <laughs> because I think Coyce they would have ruined them for that. Yeah, I think he would have as well. Yeah, where does Jamie O'Hara get some of his things? Where does he get some of his opinions, man? Oh, it's just a, mm. such a failed footballer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. where's your last turning out? Bill or Ricky Town or something? An yeah, Essex, I think still there. Essex I think yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. just, oh, I can't, oh, can't stand the guy. There you go. There oh, you go. man. Jamie O'Hara. God. <sighs> Mm. Yeah, uh, that says it all from all three of us. Uh, yeah, I mean, as much as I, I keep saying it's the Rangers, right? They're one of the biggest clubs in the world. Like it or not, first mm-hmm. or second edition of Rangers, they're one of the biggest clubs in the world. Hands down, yeah. Hands down, yeah. them and Celtic. You know, they're up there with the Liverpool's and United when it comes to fan bases. 
both fan base and history. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bournemouth's a bigger job. Oh, God. Get me. Do, do me a favour. Oh, God. That's giving me a headache, even thinking about that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally, like, it's, it's, it's literally yeah. like saying to Neil Lennon right now, leave Celtic and go back to Hibs. There's a bigger job there. And I'm a Hibs fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, come on. It's like, even better, right? It's like leaving Celtic, right? And going to manage Queen's Park. Yeah, that, 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 that's that. Yeah. 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 Oh. And that's no disrespect <laughs> to Bournemouth. That's no disrespect to Bournemouth, by the way. I yeah. know. You know, the old former, they're in a, in a league <laughs> of clubs. Yeah, true. Oh, God. I know, I know. Without getting over, without getting over dramatic, that's just... Oh. Loads of the lows, I know, yeah. How can you go lows in that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel that's the, end of, end of, that's the way to end the show for that one, guys. You know, um, thank you very much as usual, as usual. We'll speak again next Monday. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, no, th- thank you, thank you as always, and it's been it's been another very good show. It has, it has. Uh, we'll be hopefully with like, last week's episode we, that I am going to be uploading two episodes this week, so double the fun. Oh, that's yeah, just going to be fun, absolutely. Though. Yeah, double fun again. Gentlemen, thank you very much as usual. We'll see you guys on next week's episode. We'll talk more from the round of the, of the Scottish Premiership and some more transfer news as well. Take it for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>